0: Out of bed. Made ourselves get out of bed. And and it's
1: free to take care of yourself. You know, right?
0: (laughs) It's totally free. Yeah, totally free. It's an experience. A time consuming experience. Tip skill. (laughs) You know what tip skills are, right? No. Okay, it's um temperature intense exercise and progressive muscle relaxation. And that's why we have, like, all of these toys underneath the Lana basket, because, like, you try to get out of an intense emotion through doing something through, like, temperature or intense exercise or, like, taking care of yourselves, basically. All right. Hi, you guys. So, remember, we love you. Welcome to the podcast. And you're not alone. We want you to stay with us. If you or someone you love is in need of help, please, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, as well as prevention and crisis resources. Thanks for being a part of our lives, and thanks for being part of...
1: Wanna,
0: Wanna what? Wanna live? <laughs> Wanna live? All right, cool. So this is the podcast, and this is like the first time Ilya and I have like actually
1: sat down and talked to each other.
0: Yeah, like outside the hospital.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I was, did you? Uh, we didn't really talk that much in the hospital.
0: Were we in together? I saw you for like, at like. Dude, an hour, you were like angry. You were like real mad, and I was kind of like, was that? <laughs> like trying to get in a little bit. I was mad. What was I mad about? I, don't I have no fucking clue. Dude. We were all drugged up on visceral or whatever they put us on.
1: No, I think I was sad.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I missed my boyfriend. I think I was crying or something like that.
0: Yeah. Well, like, do you remember, do you mind sharing, like, what brought you in there? Uh,
1: uh I was having hallucinations. I was seeing shadows. Um, I was was having a lot of voice episodes where I was just hearing really demeaning things being told to me, but it wasn't my own personal voice.
0: Right.
1: And then that was really messing with my self-esteem and my self-worth and The voices
0: in your head are so
1: mean, right? Yeah, and and they make things very scary. It's like, they make you think things that you wouldn't want to think, like... You don't want to, you don't want
0: to think these things. Oh yeah, by the way, on this podcast we like make fun of suicide and death and like make jokes about it but only because we have actually gone through it and that's kind of the whole point, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's important. We were talking earlier, I'm acting like, People actually are listening already. (laughs) We were talking earlier, and I was like, oh shit, like we can just do the podcast together because Sheila couldn't attend this recording. And uh, I thought it was cool, so I want to like stop the conversation. So, what were we talking about before, like with our families? Um, I remember. Like you and your mom. And uh, how she held you to a different oh, kind of standard?
1: No, it was, uh, she treated me differently because um, I didn't have any friends in school. I was getting bullied, and my brother, on the other hand, was—he was a lot more popular. People liked him, and so when my mom got home, she she knew all of this, so she tried to she tried to like give me more attention than my brother. Yeah, which made my brother jealous.
0: And I just don't know, like, the jealousy part. I don't
1: get... I don't know. And I was... I tried really, tried really hard to get to my brother to like me. Like, I tried so hard. Like, I was willing to fight people for my brother. I was, like... Yeah. I would try to, like, be really good at things that he was really good at. I tried really good to... I tried really hard to excel like he did. And... He's all he did was just constantly be mean to me and he still to this day is really mean to me. I've called him um at like in the middle of the night when I was contemplating suicide and he like yeah straight up told me, Why are you calling me? And and then he hung up.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's worse, like people not calling you while you're in the hospital or people actually like hollering at a mental patient <laughs> in the hospital, you know. Like we were talking about earlier with my sisters. But, I don't know, man. Like, do you mind explaining, like, why today was so important for you? Um,
1: I've been feeling really lonely. And I'm, I noticed that I hadn't been talking to people trying to go out and see people. I I was really... I was. Cha- I'm changing. I've been changing, and I. I don't like it, and I don't want to change. Yeah. And I'm on my medicine, taking it like I'm supposed to, but I'm having all of these weird, random, symptoms that are coming up that are making things difficult again. Like episodes. Not episodes.
0: I guess that's what I call mine. What do you call yours? It's.
1: I've been feeling very. uh negatively towards my body. Mhm. And I when I look at myself I feel like it's not the person that's not what I'm supposed to look like. Right. And I I guess it could be connected to like things in my past and like how I was bullied for my weight and things like that. But it's also kind of like a dissociation. Like
0: I, I genuinely it. feel like I it doesn't feel like that's me. Do you mind explaining what disassociation is? Like in a oh yeah, so we're doing like viewing life from the outside. Like from a
1: different like like a completely different perspective, like your your body's on autopilot but your brain is a million miles away. Wow. And the way you see things is
0: That's really scary. That sounds so scary. <laughs> like you're a bat in a cave and you don't have echolocation. Yeah.
1: You 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 view the world differently. Things tend to look weird. Things sound weird. Things feel different.
0: Is that why you like isolate yourself? And like finally reaching out was finally like, all right, I really gotta, I gotta push through this kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I saw it as. I was like, you get it, you boss bitch. Yeah, like you're really trying. And I still feel guilty about that whole like your bumper thing. Because you're making fun of it at the park. Oh, Selena, it's like you lost your bumper. I mean, I really, fix I still need to get it fixed. No, you're fucking about, serious? Yeah. No shit. I'm you so could go sorry.
1: Out, look, you could go outside and look at it. It's
0: still good time. <laughs> I was supposed to help you, and I let you know. I think I wrote you in that text, too, like, I'm going to feel guilty about this forever. And I did. I ruminated over it, like. For real and intensive outpatient. Like, I talked about you seriously. <laughs> and to my therapist, i like, I'm so feel guilty. She's like, Is she okay? I'm fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then chill out, Pete. <laughs> okay. Do you see it? like a psychotherapist or a therapist or who you no, see? No,
1: I'm her? still on a waiting list. Why? Because, um, My insurance doesn't really cover that many
0: mental health services. Oh man, insurance, dude. They.
1: Yeah, so I go through the free services in Austin, Integral
0: Care, like PES.
1: Yes, kinda.
0: Do you mind ex or yeah?
1: Integral is the one I'm with.
0: Do you mind explaining like what it is? Because one of the things about the podcast is like we wanna like give people we wanna give people resources, especially if you've done the shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I don't even know about it. Well, back in Houston, I was in the MHMRA. That's the
1: free mental health system in. Well, that's the free like mental health facility. Health, yeah, facilities. Yeah, um, offered in Houston and over here is in temporal Care. And it sucks because I'm still trying to find the right insurance to, that covers mental health. But there's no like guides that really no tell you for real, how, dude. how to tell how. How much it covers like, exactly?
0: It's going to a library of hashtag resources, and then going to then get you have a library like, you card. Have like
1: three doctors that are available to you. Yeah, it's
0: just like ridiculous. Can I Google so, that again? Google Scholar, nope, it's not there. Nope. Gonna holler at anyone? <laughs> <You> should have <come> gone <laughs> to the hospital sooner and come out with a posse. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh shit. But um, where's the accountability? See like shit like that. <laughs> I forgot where we were. No, you were in N H R. Oh yeah, and then
1: you get integral. And so right now I have a, a social worker and a psychiatrist, but I don't have a therapist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I need one and I'm, I'm whenever I see my social worker I'm gonna ask him for one because it's it's getting pretty bad and I I feel really bad and I don't want to feel this way anymore. You know I want to feel better. Oh, I want to feel. And it's better. like and it's I feel I know it's it's affecting my boyfriend. I know it stresses him out and I don't want it him to be as affected as he is. And he's so supportive. Like I know he's super nice and he's he'll be like babe, what's wrong? And like he'll be like, well, let's get you something to eat. I know you haven't eaten all day. And then what's his like, name? Enoch.
0: Enoch? Yeah. Do you mind if we share it on the podcast? you want me to bleep it out?
1: No, you can share it.
0: Okay, cool. We'll he wants to be an actor. He does? So. All right. Shout out, Enoch <laughs> <laughs> What's his Twitter handle? <laughs> I don't know how it's spelled.
1: Interestingly, I think it's like Ignatius. Are you ignotious. saying He's been on that for like two it's years. It's like Ignatius or something like that. That's how it's read, but I don't know how he wants to, to be an it. actor,
0: dude. You got to start with an IMDb that people
1: can look up. Well, he he still like he still hasn't really started anything. So. Oh my god, he's he's, he's he he dreams, but I'm, I'm I'm there to support him.
0: I I think he has. He, I am not judging. Dude. I think they have been potential. together for a while. Yeah, I don't want to meet him. He sounds really nice. It's really nice that you have a support system like that, though. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice for there to be a guy that's like there for you.
1: And it's like he he still feels like the love that I give him is still not as genuine as the love he gives me, which is really nice. How does he
0: feel instead of
1: like what, when he has to deal with all my mental health? That's
0: and, what I was about to ask. Yeah. Like how does he deal with your might Not deal. Like, how does he communicate with you about MI and stuff? Um, Cause I was fucking
1: issues. He he he's looked things up like about mental health, like whenever I say things. So he and he
0: doesn't understand it. He'll look it up. No way, that's so great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so hard with that. I'm like here's a pamphlet, just like skim it. <laughs> You'll understand a little bit. That's bomb. What else? He tried
1: to understand the voices that I was hearing, and how to help me with the voices that I was hearing. And he would always ask me, like, what what he, what he I needed him to do.
0: And can you hear him over the voices?
1: Yeah, I can still hear other people. It's just the voices are very intrusive.
0: Yeah.
1: Some people, it is very, like, well, when it does get really loud is what when is it gets harder again? to hear people.
0: Huh? What is it called again that you're diagnosed with?
1: A bipolar was schizoaffective.
0: <laughs> Which bipolar? I'm not sure. Oh, sorry, like Sheila, like really like this? No, like... I'm
1: slower. Sorry. My my manic phase is just me not being able to sleep and just doing
0: things out of normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when the voices get really loud, it's harder to hear real people? Yes.
1: It's like a crowded room
0: or like being in an arena. Okay.
1: And it's like really
0: loud. Like you can see the person and you know... Or is it, like, disassociation?
1: Uh, Sometimes it can be disassociation. Like, um, there are times where, like, I hear a lot of voices, and then I do something, and I feel embarrassed, and when I look up, it looks like everyone's laughing at me. Like, it genuinely looks like people are laughing. Like a paranoia.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, man. I wish I had my diary card with me in IOP. You do this diary card thing, and you, like, I fucking hate this, dude. Like, you know how they give you... Like, whenever you come to the hospital, you're like, on a scale of 0 to 10, how suicidal do you feel? <laughs> like, 10? On a spectrum of depressed to not? You know what I mean? Like, I can't just put it on a spectrum. Um, but yeah, what was I saying before? Oh, yeah, the diary cards. So, it's a 0 to 10 thing, but I never circled paranoia because I never understood what it meant until what you said just now. Mm-hmm. Like... I've felt that before. Yeah. And it's I, really scary. It is scary, and it's like, why is it scary? What are they gonna do? Yeah, but
1: but actually seeing the possibility of what they could do, it, it's a little. That's what makes it scary, like extra scary, because you're actually seeing it. Yeah, and it's it's really, I don't know, debilitating. I guess.
0: Yeah,
1: and like I've had to leave work. Because of it sometimes. And right. It's embarrassing. It's honestly really embarrassing because then everyone finds out about what happens because, you know, people gossip at work all the time. Every every person's job.
0: Yeah.
1: And what's it called? Yeah, it's like people gossip, people find out and then
0: people start cheating. So you then weird. your reality or you're like you're trying to be at your baseline but then you're also trying to keep things in order but then your actual reality it's like exactly what you're thinking I mean that's why let's put it this way that's why I'm so scared but also really protective of this organization because if I'm not going to be fully open about it and if we're not going to like actually do it then what's the fucking point Mm -hmm. I mean so trying to see those people talking in their cubes about good things instead of like Point and laugh, but they didn't air their bodies today. <laughs> yeah, I can totally tell that you're hairless or not. <laughs> it's so
1: nice. I'm jealous, dude. I what don't mean know. You're jealous. You, I don't I you just, know. You just want to know the excitement, exactly.
0: Like you and Sheila, you're like, oh, I do not understand. Like, okay, how can I describe Ailea? She has ass red curly hair voluptuous lips. She was like putting her makeup on. She was like, I used to be a cosmetologist. <laughs> that was kind of rhyming, wasn't it? Maybe I should keep going. <laughs> go ahead, keep going. keep going. Okay, She put the mirror on her hair and made a smiley face. All of a sudden, Sheila jumped in and was like, Hey, let's embrace. We're going to go through the mania. Every time I see you, we might remember this moment and say, Hey, wouldn't want to be a just kidding. Because I know where you're sitting. I've been in that same seat in your shoes on your feet. You know I love you, girl. Keep going. Defeat those monsters in your head. Because I know you're Cuban. I'm not Cuban. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. I did it. Yay! I can't do that. Nah, that's a judgment. I don't totally I do like that. No, uh, I am. So I don't read writing. Like, because that was funny that I started writing in your journal. Like, this is a journal. And we all have journals. Why do you think that is? Because it makes it easier
1: to just write your stuff out and and to see it written down. I used to be, I used to not write at all. And just recently, it's been a really easy way for me to communicate with my boyfriend like, get, and just get my thoughts out.
0: Because, like, I can't,
1: I can't talk sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to talk about it, and it's hard to describe it. And so if I take time and give myself time to, like, whenever I, I do have moments of, like, understanding, and, like, I write it down and yeah show it to my boyfriend so that he
0: can understand it, too. You sound so nice. <laughs> I'm going to, like, interview you both. <laughs> that would be really cute. I don't think you should, oh, my gosh, I mean, should not say that at all I was gonna say you should not feel bad about (laughs) like not cooking dinner for your boyfriend but that's like saying you remember in the hospital they had that fucking sign says don't be anxious about anything while we're trying to get our fucking meds like but I have anxiety (laughs) I feel like it's that anyway what is another thing you asked me something. I forgot what I asked you. Right? No, you haven't yet. What? I you know. What? I, you want me to ask you something? Yeah, I want to be interviewed. I feel like I'm being a weird, like, Barbara Walters right now, and it's supposed <laughs> to be a two-sided conversation. Okay. We're getting to know each other really Yeah. Or,
1: what were you into when you were, you were younger? Dude. Like, like what, what were your favorite things?
0: I was so into swimming. I was annoyed. Like, my heart's beating fast right now, and my hands are getting sweaty because I remember, like, the smell of the chlorine, and, um, my parents took me swimming lessons. I don't know, when I was fucking... am still a tadpole. <laughs> and, uh, did it all the way through high school. And I just lived and breathed it. I love it. And, um... I had the same coach for so long and then I just lost my love for it for some reason. And now I'm sort of getting back into it. But I think my depression has been here for so long that I've forgotten my love of anything.
1: I agree. I feel like yeah. I love, that's, my, that's my thing with dancing. I love dancing, but I just haven't felt it. Like, I don't feel the rhythm anymore. I don't feel like when I do it, it's just like it doesn't feel that
0: satisfying. Oh man, that makes so much sense. Is that how you're feeling today when Sheila and I were dancing to the music and stuff? And you're like, I just enjoy watching this? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna make you dance those <laughs> next time. <laughs> well so fun.
1: I danced a little bit. You guys you really did. weren't paying attention.
0: That's not true.
1: Like, I actually got up and danced. You guys weren't paying attention, I promise. No! I, uh, I did. Rude. I twerked, bro. I twerked for y'all. No, you
0: didn't. No, that's what I was saying. I thought, no, I thought that was both of us. I thought, no, I missed you. You weren't paying attention. Ooh, like the first time ever. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm Paige. I plead the fifth. Nope. Paige. If I didn't write it down, I plead the fifth Waylon. What was your name? you didn't remember. come up with one yet I came up with
1: something really nice that's do I also don't remember because I, I try to be
0: really nice ah oh, shit oh well we can just make one up now mm. dude I switched it so quick I'm such an interviewer Hi, Leah. I think I, I think I chose like
1: love all I will be kind. Yeah. I will be kind. nah
0: Yep. Man, if I looked you up in a phone book, what page would you be on? (laughs) Oh, somewhere in the middle. No. Like, what do you think the most listed people... Oh, shit. You, like, you're 20. Yeah. So... I'm about to talk about a phone book. You know what that is? Yes, I know. what ah! <laughs> Jesus, you want to know what a phone book is? It has a lot of paper and it kills a lot of trees. Yeah, and it did kill a lot of trees, dude. Right? And people just like drop them
1: off, and like you, and like once, and then once someone spills coffee on it. They get I know,
0: started. right? <laughs> and then the coupons go bad, literally, because you get a pizza. Mm-hmm. in the phone book <laughs> Just like, please take our opinion. but yeah okay so like I grew up in the 432 West Texas Odessa Midland you know right like no okay like roughnecks but also we were really close to like El Paso so it, basically we had a huge Hispanic population
1: okay.
0: and every time we'd get our phone book all the white pages would be like Garcia from page 7 to 24 <laughs> Hernandez, (laughs) continuing, so, and then, basically, all my friends at school, like, all had the same last name, too, so, when I graduated, it was Dominguez, and then, I was a W, I was a Waylon, so, it was always a joke with my sisters and I, like, we are the minority here, but we are so white privileged right now, like, I can't even. So <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Um, God damn it, I forgot. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll edit it out. That's 25. I'm like the last five minutes because I lost it too. <laughs> okay, ask me a question
1: again. Mm. Um, what type of music do you listen to?
0: Oh, shit. You could, if you could sum it up. I know, right? I was playing, like, the music that I would cruise the, like, the roads with, and mm-hmm. my Impala. Like, the ludicrous ones, and friggin' Chameleon Air and R. Kelly, and all these really silly songs when I listen to the lyrics now. And, uh, you know how your like lyrics really matter, mm-hmm. and it's because I'm trying to pay attention to like the words and stuff. And now I'm listening to the words, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's such high school shit." <laughs> so I love stuff like "Blueberry Yum Yum." Or what? I know that's <laughs> one of the songs. It was funny. My ex roommate, he, uh, we had been listening to DMX like a week before. And we've gotten really close because we also worked together. And yeah, he turns to me one day, he's like, Hey, ask Alexa uh, to play that song. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Who oh, popular? Like, he, but he did one of those things that I was doing earlier. Like, it goes. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, do I'm just going to give it to you. Go It's so like, Great. I have
1: a very weird music taste.
0: What is it? I listen
1: to like emo rock and then, and then like 90s rock and then 80s rock and then 70s rock and then 60s rock.
0: Then somebody's rock?
1: 60s. (laughs) And then K pop.
0: Oh shit, no!
1: I listen to a lot of musicals, like Disney. I love Disney songs. You like, been the, I, I like jam out to that shit.
0: <laughs> you have been the best Disney character.
1: And then R&B. I listen to R&B. And I just recently got into rap.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then I just listen to like pop songs.
0: Just like old pop songs. Do you find that like musical therapy has ever helped you out? Yeah. Kind of. How do you? Because I honestly thought it was bullshit. Until, like, the first time I was hospitalized when I couldn't listen to music. Like, you know how ALH was. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all did that 90s singing night. You know what? Like, when Sheila told me that, I was actually jealous of not being in the hospital. And then I thought, about, I was like, Paige, check the fucking facts. God fuck. Like, you want to go back to the hospital? And it was because I just wanted to be around people. Like, all y'all bitches. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) get it. Yeah, it was nice. We sang a lot of songs. So fun. I feel like I have I've lost my singing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think like us trying to hold each other accountable would help? Like how? What do you mean? Like today, as soon as, I mean, you saw me as outside, and then I heard something, I, like quickly found a journal or whatever, and like wrote it down. Like. And then you asked me, like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, that's so nice. Thank you for taking an interest. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I journaled too. I'm like, yeah, this is you. And you're like, no, that's fine. Yeah. I took it back to the journals. I just love it. But it makes you remember. So at least you're starting there. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite musical? My favorite musical? That's hard.
1: That's really hard. Yeah. Um I like rent Um I also like like repo, the generic opera. What's up? It's a it's it's a musical.
0: It's a No way. Musical. Really? What do you mean musical? <laughs> I love this musical. <laughs> it's musical. So if a musical is a, a musical, it's a musical musical. Or Yumi's school? Wait, what? What, what? What's the name of the musical? <sighs> Fuck you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. That's what's your great. favorite musical?
0: I don't have one. I just love Alan Minkin. Alan Minkin? <laughs> he composed all, like, the Disney songs and stuff. I um, mean, you have to ask Christian, she's my sister. Like, they, she lives in Houston. She's a pharmacist down there. And, uh... Her boyfriend's name is Piero. And I don't know how the hell we all got turned on to Disney songs, but she blares Alan Minkin, like, mm-hmm. and then Mulan. Do you know Mulan? Do you know her mm-hmm. name? What's your favorite Disney movie? Uh, Mulan? Mm hmm. All right. your favorite song, Honey? Uh, Reflection. Let's start
1: it. Look at me. i never pass for yeah. a perfect prize.
0: Yeah. What a perfect daughter can it be? I'm meant to play this part. Now I see... Keep going. If I were truly to be myself, I would break my family's heart. I'm not doing it. Yes, you are. Doing yes, you are. Doing yes, you are. Doing yes, you are. Doing You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing my it. My mouth is dry. <laughs> Where's <laughs> your water? Oh, man. Yes. Disney like puts that shit in your head and it never leaves. Like All the Finding Nemo stuff. What no, about you? I'm just kidding, I forgot. Just keep That's swimming. the kind of joke because Dory forgets everything.
1: Just keep, swimming. Just keep everything. swimming,
0: swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim, swim. Ah! <laughs> la, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> the top's not sting you. Let's go! I touched the butt. <laughs> <laughs> See, people, we're all fucking normal. <laughs> Talk about normal shit. Not crazy. We're grown adults. We're Make grown adults.
1: Sometimes
0: we just hear voices. Yeah. <laughs> and see roaches. Dude, the roaches are so big. What roaches? But when I knew that I was in my psychosis and I had to go back to the hospital, like, voluntarily, I was like, oh, shit. How big the were they? You got know, to, like, do
1: with your fingers? No,
0: for real. It was, like, size of my thumb. And I'd never had hallucinations before. It's crazy. like it's great. When did you have your first one? Um uh, sixteen. do you remember what it was? It was shadow shadow people. Oh yeah, we talked about that in the hospital. Yeah, dude, I had a bad dream about that. Yeah. Like I, saw. I was scared for you. Yeah, I
1: saw some shadow people on the sidewalk. And, like, I couldn't sleep alone in my house for, like... Oh, no, I couldn't sleep alone in my room for, like, three weeks. Right. My mom had to sleep upstairs with me. It was it was horrible. My mom was like... judgment. No, 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 no. It was just... It, it wasn't that it was horrible. It was, like, my mom... My mom would always complain about coming up the stairs. Oh, she God. Had, she had a bad back.
0: Everyone has a bad fucking back, though. Yeah, but... I just like her like, bad backs are Alexa's now. I'm glad she's not in here. Alexa's? Yeah. Like, I don't want to go up the stairs and be like, Hey, Alexa! Play Mardi Gras music in the bedroom at Max Williams. I don't have to go up there. Because i have a bad back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure your mom has a bad back. Anyway, so, y'all used to that? You have to be together because of scary-ass people. Yeah, and it. it it got really scary
1: and like my, the first time that it got it got really really scary was uh last year and 19 is like the age that you're that you really find out if you have like you start developing signs of schizophrenia and things like that
0: really mhm
1: like really? around 18 to 25 the age that you start developing schizophrenia. No
0: shit, I didn't yeah. know that.
1: Sometimes, some sometimes on rare occasions, it does happen really early, but um, you really start developing signs of real schizophrenia around
0: eighteen
1: to twenty five. Cool. So it, <laughs> so all before I mean all that. before I turned like nineteen, I had just depression and anxiety. Yeah. And then once I got to nineteen, it kind of changed to where like I was like seeing like shadows, and I was hearing voices, and feeling this weird paranoia that's like making me not want to go out and talk to people. It was it was crazy. Right. It was a real really What's that weird kind of switch. Agor-
0: Agoraphobia.
1: Yeah, I agoraphobic. And yeah. I'm a very extro- extroverted person. Like I like I I can be. I
0: fuck yeah you are?
1: I'm super extroverted, but like. Whenever I'm feeling bad, like, I'm super introverted. Like, I won't talk to anybody. And, like, my boyfriend has to order food for me. I, like, and don't want to talk to anyone. Like, you yeah. feel
0: guilty about your depression and you feeling that way. Yeah. And it just makes it worse. Yeah, it's, like, horrible. It's like self-awareness is a good thing until it's not. <laughs> what did Nikki say? She's like, <laughs> sometimes everything's going good until they're not. And then I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> like that is so. I haven't true. seen Vicky in forever. I know. We're gonna go to her place next time. No, it does smell like biscuits in here. I, I was walking
1: down the the hallway. I was just. I like know. What was that smell? Was,
0: like I like, it Smells you?
1: like really. It smells so. Good. It smells buttery like almost. Baking
0: biscuits. Do you know that song? What do you want to no. do? Dang it. Just what are you trying to do? Turn the fan off. Ow! Ow! What are you doing? Tip skills. That's dangerous. What's that? It's,
1: it's wood. It's dangerous. It's like that. Don't lose your fingers.
0: Uh, it's just wood. I just stopped the fan. Leah's is judging me. <laughs> it's so wanna leave. Just kidding. Okay, cool. So what were we talking about? Like what yeah. time of your hospital or yeah. How many times I've been in the hospital. hmm So I've been in
1: the hospital I've been in a mental health hospital fifteen times. Uh, my mom was a nurse so she knew about mental health hospital, mental mental institutions, I guess. Yeah. And um so she took like me resources. to one. Yeah, so she took me to one. I was 14. And, yeah. your oh, first time? My first time, yeah. That was when I was 14. That was the adolescent unit. Um, the adolescent unit is kind of different from the adult unit. Yeah. So you have different.
0: If you're going to give someone. At that age advice, like, if you were you and now, you know what I mean? Like, what would you say to your older self? It's not pointless. It's not pointless? Yeah, it's not Dude, pointless. Dude, Aliyah, thank you so much for saying that because I've been feeling that way. I feel like it's not pointless
1: because I I like my good days. I like, the days that make me happy, I'm, I'm happy that I experienced them because... I feel like I I feel like I, I I died once whenever I committed attempted suicide so I have a different perspective I, I don't want to I just want to live life for what it is and just try to stick it out for the good parts and whatever path I'm supposed to take That's
0: good. How many times have you called the suicide hotline versus gone to the hospital? Uh,
1: I've called the suicide hotline probably a hundred times.
0: So, what's it like when you call? Because, honestly, the last time, well, every Not time. Not hundred times. That's a lot. I feel like 50? 50? I mean, still, 50 is still a lot. But I feel like every time I've called, I just black out. Like, my brain's just like, nope, we're not going to remember this. And even in therapy, they're like, well, do you want to go, like, do like the PTSD stuff? I'm like, no, like, my brain is blocking it for a reason. But, like, we tell people on the podcast, like, call this number. But... I don't remember, so what do they say to you when you call them
1: They kind of just talk to you. they listen to what what's, what's going on. they ask you where you are. they ask you um, do, do you know anyone that can be with me right now like anyone that I can go with? then um, they tell me, they tell you to like call them, try to get a hold of them. But um, if they're in like if you're in like really bad crisis and you're not gonna do that, then you know they'll actually like listen to you and
0: um, like they actually tell you it's not like a robot person.
1: No, it's an actual person that act and they and they sometimes try to help you find resources, and, um, ways to get mental health help, yeah, and things like that
0: that's good so it's worked more yeah. well how do you what do you think like on the hospital it worked or this is how or like what is worked for you I feel you? like um the residential
1: treatment that I had really <laughs> helped because it gave me an opportunity to like really work on myself and try to take care of things and help myself and change and get on the right medicine and and try something else. Mm-hmm. And just, like, try to help myself and stop feeling bad. Just understand my brain and where, where I'm hurting and how to fix where I'm hurting and things like that. It was just a lot of groups and things and a lot of groups and just time. And no judgment for what you're trying, when you're
0: trying to change. Exactly, that's exactly why I had a split second of, man, I wish I was back in the hospital, because you like understand each other, and people who don't get it can never get it, which is upsetting sometimes. I don't know, but. You said it better than I could for real. It's like cold. Oh. Very so nice. You have a nice aura. I have a nice aura. I like
1: that.
0: Yeah. So you were voluntary this last time. Yes. How was like I can't I can't even think of another word except like intake process? Like we're animals, I don't like
1: like, what happened before that?
0: No, I don't know how to explain like coming into the hospital, um especially as voluntary.
1: well, I just went to the hospital, that I did research on, and then I told them i I knew what the intake process was,
0: what oh, admissions. Does that sound more neutral? Huh? Admissions process instead of intake? Huh? I don't know. It sounds like you're kind of prisoners. like the intake process. Maybe yeah. admissions process?
1: process. Admission.
0: All right, cool.
1: Um, when you're going through this process, uh, they just ask you questions. You just told them, hey, I'm not feeling good, and they're just... Or, uh, I can't remember.
0: Yeah. How many times have you been voluntary or involuntary?
1: All of them have been. Most of them have been
0: voluntary. Yeah. When have you been involuntary? When I I attempted suicide. All the times I attempted suicide. How did you attempt?
1: Uh, Overdose.
0: Yeah, man. It's crazy that all of us, well, the women, I mean, and some of the men that I've talked to, but all the time for us, it's like something that we might, like we might die. We might make sure, but we don't really, it might not happen, but with men, it's more like absolute. Does that make sense? With men, it's more absolute. Wait, explain that to me. Like, you know, Anthony Bourdain just committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Or wait, oh shit, completed suicide. It's also like intake and committed, like we're like prisoners, people with MI kind of thing. Does that make sense? Trying to like change the dialogue because we're all smart. And you said you're mostly voluntary,
1: because mm-hmm. I know I know I, I could feel better. I always know that I could feel better, and feeling better is better than feeling worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like,
1: like I look forward to those days. Those days are what makes me happy. Yeah, like good things that happen make me happy. And then I look back and I'm like, if I would have killed myself, I would have missed this. I would have been, I would have missed meeting my boyfriend. I would have missed going on certain dates. You know, us. You know make meeting people, making friends, and all sorts of stuff.
0: I feel that, dude. I really do. And then I don't want to die. And then like the other day, I mean I've never had a support system like y'all. ever. That I can actually talk to. Mm. You know what I mean? Like actually want to get to know and not have a wall up immediately. It's crazy. You're talking about the relationship between me and my boyfriend other than like my <laughs> mental illness. Yeah, like your MI but also with all of us. Like, you reached out to us. I don't know. Did you reach out to anyone else? Uh, Just one other person.
1: Because they reached out to me first.
0: Yeah. We'll definitely do that. It's good to know.
1: I'm just, like, not free that often. So that's why it kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your job? You have a bad bitch cut. Officer. Officer. <laughs> you said it. You are going to say it. Dude, I say that all the time. My sister's trying to joke about it all the time. Security officer. <laughs> and then I just like, say it in front of people like, shit. Cuss <laughs> up. Uh, uh, officer. 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 Sir. I'm a security officer. Please don't give me a ticket. Officer. I don't <laughs> I just protect shit. It's, I protect <laughs> shit and make
1: sure shit works. That's pretty much it.
0: Basically a boss fit
1: Like for big factories and stuff, they, yeah. they get security officers. So I was also thinking of getting my armed security officer so I could actually do like hotels and
0: stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be could really do like cool and stuff. I can totally see you do that. And I would run away from you real quick. You're like wearing a blue suit. I'm gonna tase you. Don't do it. Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me. I I, I
1: don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about how I'm gonna feel about holding
0: a gun. Yeah. Have you never done it before? Oh man! So why is that a goal? Oh wait, that was a judgment of me. It's a really cool goal. What made you want to do it then? To like step up? I don't
1: know. Because it pays more, and I need a
0: job that pays pays well. Yeah. So it doesn't go again. you get the opportunity. Yeah. Just live life when you get the opportunity. Yeah,
1: don't, like, don't. Just try.
0: Just try to push yourself if you can. How do you do that, like, when you're in such a dark spot? Like, and the people around you don't see it as, like, a broken bone.
1: I feel like you just gotta pick your battles. You know, you you know it's good for you. You you know what what you're comfortable with doing, but it just it's, you just have to kind of push yourself. And you know, it's to it's getting to the point where you're not okay with it anymore. You know? Yeah, I do. Cause like I, I feel like even when I'm okay, like I still have like a, a underlying kind of. Uh, like depression right. right, just the underlying it's just there, but uh, that's better than like crippling depression, like where you just feel like you can't do anything and you don't get out of bed at all, yeah, but I feel like once you once you get the right medication and like you've done just done all the research that you needed to do for your your mental illness and stuff then you're it's so much better like I feel 10 times better than when I was when I was like 18,
0: 19 were you afraid of starting to get on meds? I -hmm. was you weren't?
1: because I knew medication is normal my mom my mom was a nurse so I always thought medication was normal other people don't like medication so I I Meeting other people, that was
0: really weird for me, because, like... Like, are unmedicated? Yeah. Yeah I, Sheila, is made for a reason. yeah, I showed Sheila my cocktail this morning. She was like, damn, Paige. I was like, yeah, Sheila, like, I've been... I'm 29, you're 22, you're 20. Like, I've been in this game for fucking over a decade. You know? Yeah, this is my cocktail. This is what makes me not... Manic and go do the things I did and you know, make the scars on my body worse.
1: I feel like my scars have gone away. Um, Like you can barely see them. I used to have like I used to have scars all over my forearm. And like all over my arm. I still you can still see the ones on my legs, kind of, just barely.
0: Yeah. But I haven't cut for a pretty long time, so it's that's bomb, dude. Yeah. Congrats. I love it. Love a lot more so <laughs> actual. Like.
1: if you just do superficial, like, like the I did superficial cuts. I'm not saying for people to do superficial cuts, but like, no,
0: dude, we are not medical professionals. We are just like talking about our bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I hide these scars that I really wanted to do to myself?
1: I kind of, uh, I thought of putting tattoos over them. Mm -hmm. like my my heart tattoos on my shoulders are to kind of make me feel more
0: comfortable oh shit shout out to adam solomon because he asked like hey like he's in the navy and he's like every person i've talked to like their tattoos mean something about mental health and like people who express that they actually like mine a plus two equals purple the equation for mental health like it only makes sense in parts it'll never make sense as a whole so you got your hearts because i i don't like the way my shoulders look i don't
1: like the, the this like little pooch on, on my shoulder just- so i got this to kind of make me want to show off my shoulders more often and you do you did today
0: too I was naked for, like, hours. I know. Wasn't it awesome? <laughs> I was jealous. I was like, I don't have a reason to be naked. And it's, like, hot and it's you cold. It's Katy Perry. Yeah, I was like, it's Katy Perry in Sheila's house. like, it's hot and it's cold. just no, blah, blah, blah. I loved it, though. It was a great day. I'm glad that y'all made me eat. Dude, but for real, I had just gotten home and I was letting the dogs out, and y'all show up on my front porch. I was like, Whoa, hi. Yep. Guess you're holding me accountable. Yeah, she said you didn't respond to her.
1: To what? Her calls. She missed you.
0: <laughs> no, she didn't. She did. no, she didn't. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. No, she did, she's dead. did yeah. Dude, I really don't want to fight with her. I'm not going to fight with her. It's like a fine line, the whole accountability thing. You know what I mean? It's like I'm still trying to understand like all of us and what we're diagnosed with. But, like the symptoms. Like you know your symptoms. But my comorbid is PTSD, bipolar one, um, and generalized anxiety. But my mania and my depression are like really, really low and really, really high.
1: I feel like I try to be a really nice person, and even though I try to be a nice person I still have all these problems. And I feel like a lot of people so I a lot of people still like me and still love me and support me and I have a great support system. I feel like you you should keep those around you that support you, not those that wanna bring you down.
0: Yeah. How would you suggest people going like go about making friends when you don't really want to like do this emotional gymnastics all over there. Um, about like talking about in my stuff, like, hey, guess what? I hear voices.
1: Well, um, if I'm at work, that's the only time that I tell people. It's just It's just because sometimes when I'm at work because that's the main place that I'm at other than home. Um, yeah. That's that's like half my time. So like, the people at work, if I get really anxious at work, because you know you're at work for eight hours, anything can happen. So if if it does happen, then you have to kind of explain. You got to explain to somebody be honest, what's going Because but... they're they're gonna be asking a bunch of questions, and might as well educate them, you know.
0: That's a good way to put it. And I think like what you're doing as you approach it is really breathe. I know you don't want to hear that. Or maybe you do. Do you want to hear that? Huh? Do you want to hear that you're breathing? No, I don't care. Alright. <laughs> I think you're breathing. Because <laughs> you. I'm a <laughs> we accept a compliment. Just because it's so hard to talk about this stuff. And I'm so afraid. Of how it's going to be perceived. But after that terrible date. Like I wasn't mad. That. You know it was a bad date. I was mad. That he didn't understand the whole like mission. And it like really hurt. And I was like oh shit. This means a lot more to me than I thought. Mm-hmm. So I wanted put effort into it. And I'm really happy that. You're, like, willing to open up and stuff. because so I'm excited to get to no, know you, but it's like a date. Like, hey. Yeah. you have blend. <laughs> really shy. I know. <laughs> Can we talk about fun stuff or we're not there yet? <laughs> How do you cover your scars? Vitamin E, Coconut oil? I actually don't do anything. No way. Yeah. You and fucking Sheila, dude, like... Look at this. I, I guess I just say well. And then... Like all of
1: these. Well, it depends on how thick, how deep and thick they are. You know, if they're really deep and thick, then they're gonna have a certain color to them. If they're if they're superficial, then you're not gonna have much of a. You're just gonna have kind of like a line. Yeah. So it, that's not like these were just a little a little deep.
0: Okay, I can see them though.
1: Yeah, but the ones on my arms you can barely see. I mostly did on this arm.
0: Okay, yeah, because it just looks like shadows, like here in mine. I'm going to think of it cause I'm so wet, but, like, way under there. Like, and that's what, when you're talking about, like, thinking about getting tattoos to cover up your scars, like, yeah, I kind of did that, but also I'm really proud of them, mm-hmm. because... I forgot, where were, you, where were they from? Uh... The big one, I just fell on some wine bottles uh, the night-slash-day of my best friend's wedding. <laughs> it's a whole other story. But um, the others were just from, like, cutting with razors and stuff. But I think mine were superficial. Like, they never went. But I guess I scar easily. So, like, they... Still keloided. Like, I remember the first... I don't know. Do you remember the first time he's so harmed? When I was 16. Before my birthday. Yeah. What triggered it?
1: Because I, I don't know. I felt because be my mind. parents
0: were spending money on my birthday. Well, that's from growing up, right? Yeah. Dude.
1: But actually, before I was sixteen. Sixteen was when I first started self-harming with cutting. But before, I had always like hit my head, like oh, kind of like like know. personally, like beat myself. Like my parents didn't have to beat me for for me to f- feel like I need to be reprimanded for for doing something.
0: Right. right feel me? Yeah. I hear you.
1: Because I already felt bad enough and I felt like I needed to punish myself. Yeah. Because like, I was mad at myself. And that had been happening since I was like
0: six. Right? Dude, I never would have thought that Some. this is the first time that I'm hearing that like someone so young felt a different way. Because I was that young when I like, you really thought something was off. In that, like, as a child, did you experience this? Like, you don't know that you have to hold off this part of yourself, but you find yourself doing it anyway? Because it doesn't seem like anyone else is experiencing it, so you don't want to be... Uh, I
1: just never really felt like I fit in. Right. Um, I felt like there was something about me that was different and people could notice it. Yeah. And growing up, I feel like I was, like, sadder, quieter, maybe. No. I was actually really extroverted, but I was always asking for attention and things like that.
0: An extroverted introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Makes total songs. And And it was
1: easy for me to make friends, but it was hard for me to keep them.
0: Yeah. Like we were talking about today, well, I'm losing friends, like, every time, you know, one of my friends gets married, I, like, prep myself to lose them as a friend, like, because they're going to be involved with their own lives, and I have to just accept it. So what were you talking about? In the same way as, like, losing friends. Like, you still keep in contact with your friends in Houston. Um,
1: I actually do keep in contact with my friends in Houston. I feel like no relationship will work if you don't put any work towards it. Um, So I actively try to keep in contact with people. If I see someone, something important change in my friend's life, I'll let them know that I acknowledge it, like, you know, that I see it and that... How are you? What are you doing? Like
0: you're interacting. Yeah,
1: just a just a short little interaction just to kind of remind you that I'm your friend and I'm still here to talk to you if you ever need me, you
0: know? Yeah. I'm feeling jealous right now. Why? Because I feel like I know I did. I, like, lost. I feel like I did lose my best friend. And, uh... I actually um have an ex-best friend. See, it's like you break up with a friend like the same way you break up in a relationship. And I've never I had to talk to mine. Right? I had I talked to mine once.
1: Because I got my new I got my boyfriend and we had You got him.
0: Fun. You went shopping and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> yeah, I just picked them, and I was like, oh, I want that one in that flavor. I know, right? And then, <laughs> I don't need two. I just need this one. <laughs> Keep uh, the coupon, honey. I like my boyfriend so much, but, like, my
1: boyfriend's <laughs> Asian, so. Asian, um, push Asian We had always talked about me having an Asian boyfriend, and I had some one. a had long had song, a, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> just passed through that. <laughs>
0: swerves come on
1: Uh,
0: he's um, Asian right
1: yes he's Asian and um so that made me want to talk to her that made me want to like tell her like hey I did it I got one because we had always talked about it and we had been friends for 8 years so like I just I, I told her about it and I asked her how she was and then we exchange talking a little bit and that's it Not am okay with that
0: why do you think about cause that seems like on the opposite end it seems so minute but then also when I say mine out loud it seems so minute I don't understand like why did that end your best friendship
1: uh, oh why did it happen yeah like what
0: was the significance? She of had that? been
1: always kind of lying to me um and trying to be better than me, but I didn't understand why because I was just acting around her normal normally like I would, yeah, and she was just doing all of the these weird things lying to me about her grades when we were in high school and I caught her in the lie, and she, like, completely dismissed it and, like, made it seem like it was wrong from what I, like, the physical evidence that I saw. Yeah.
0: And, like... So, it just, like, ended, but then, like, was it because y'all both had relationships that were, like, true? No,
1: it was just we grew apart. I didn't... Like, how we interacted. I felt like our relationship was kind of toxic. So, um... I just stopped talking to her because I felt like things changed. And... She just was turning into someone that I couldn't stick with, you know? Yeah. And then we have a tight circle... Yeah, but right now, I I like my circle. It's all really good friends. I have opportunity to see them
0: and things like that. And you want to come out and, like, show up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude, you show up, and then you don't shut up. You're like, yeah. (laughs) It was fun. I had so much fun today. I love doing nothing with people. (laughs) I'm so glad you did that. And then y'all made me come out. Anyway, okay. So, we, and, well, Sheila's gonna hate me too. So, I uh, have this question: mm-hmm. like, when does a squashed avocado become guacamole? When does a squashed avocado
1: become guacamole?
0: Yeah. When
1: you put it, the, you, you gotta mix it with, with vegetables I guess why why ask that question <laughs> what does it mean
0: <laughs> uh, no it's just like an interview question um, I just like to see like everyone's answer to it cause there's no answer it's just like a personality question you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like I think you've asked me that question before. And now? It's different. Why do you think it's different? Whoa! <laughs> <The> mind! Whoa! <laughs> should do the rain stick. Rain stick? No, for real, dude. I got a rain stick. Do you remember, like, what your answer was last time? Mm. I explained to you how to make guacamole. Oh, yeah, you did! Yeah, Actually, I was just saying make it. <laughs> and I was like, I was laughing. <laughs> like, every, it was just like me trying to play around in the hospital, honestly. And people would be like, why are you fucking asking me that question? <laughs> like, how about what? And, and then the you continue one. to explain it. <laughs> that was the first one to, like, explain the explain the guacamole. Yeah, the whole process. Like, What else am I going to do to this, like, green up bitch? All right, so first... <laughs> <laughs> I don't be I'm, I'm <laughs> saying it like that. <laughs> You're yeah, kidding. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so let's end the podcast with... We love you. Remember, you're not alone because we are no Mo, We We are are no no Mo, Mo. We're working on it. (laughs) (laughs) We love you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: too dark. Later days! Bye! (laughs) Love you!